welcome to the God Focused Podcast. We've got a full house today. We are talking some really deep stuff here. It's all so simple, though, about what do you want? It sounds like a simple question, but as humans, we end up complicating it. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that today. We've got in the house myself, Sam, Yolanda, Bill, MJ, and um, we are talking about John chapter five verses. I'm just going to, I'm going to start it up, start us off in one through 10, because that's my favorite part of this chapter. And um, let me just read it. This is from the Daily Walk Bible. And it says, afterwards, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish religious holidays. And inside the city near the Sheep Gate was Bethesda Pool with five covered platforms or porches surrounding it. Crowds of sick folks, lame, blind, paralyzed, paralyzed limbs, all laying on this platform. They're waiting for a certain movement of the water for an angel of the Lord came from time to time and disturbed the water. And the first person to step down into afterwards was healed. One of the men lying there had been sick for 38 years. 38 years. When Jesus saw him, they knew how long he had been ill. And he asked them, would you like to get well? I can't, the sick man said, for I have no one to help me into the pool at the movement of the water while I'm trying to get there. Someone else always gets there ahead of me. Jesus told him very simply, stand up, roll up your sleeping mat and go home. Exclamation mark. Yes, I read my punctuations. <laughs> it's important. The punctuations in the Bible are important. Instantly, the man was healed. Another exclamation mark. He rolled up his mat and began walking. Another exclamation mark. And then the complication comes in here, but it was on the Sabbath when this miracle was done. So the Jewish leaders objected. They said to the man who was cured, you can't work on the Sabbath. Another exclamation mark. This, it's illegal to carry that sleeping mat, exclamation mark. So there's a lot of emotion here. <laughs> a lot of exclamation marks. And it's all quite so simple. Um, but yeah, we make it so complicated. This is my take on it. Um, I just love that phrase. So when I, I'm, you've all been to a restaurant, I'm sure, like you've been with family or friends, um, or maybe it's just by yourself. And, you know, and the question is, oh, okay, I'm hungry. What do I want to eat? And, and then as a group, you guys decide to go out to eat. Let's just say you end up at a restaurant. You kind of figure it out somehow. <laughs> You're making all these decisions to get to the restaurant. You guys know what I'm talking about? Anybody with me here? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. There's a lot of choices, decisions, just to even get to the restaurant. And then you're at the restaurant. What do they do? They hand you a menu with more decisions on it. <laughs> you've, got, you've got your options here to choose from. And it's up to you what you pick. There's no wrong answer. They serve it all. I and mean, you just get to choose. And it's really all so simple. And, it, and, and I, it, tell me if you've if you've uh, witnessed this with anyone, have you ever been to a restaurant with a group of people and there's like someone there that just can't decide? Like, I don't know what I want. You know, I don't know. This sounds yeah, good. Usually me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's my wife. <laughs> Gosh. So I love that illustration because ultimately it's just a decision. You know, if you get the appetizer and you don't like it, 
you know, you don't have to eat it. <laughs> maybe someone else at the table eat it, or maybe, you know, it, who whatever happens to it, someone takes it home or it gets in the trash or whatever happens, it's not a big deal. And, um, but we as humans sometimes can make it a big deal. <laughs> and we've all witnessed this, right? We've all witnessed somebody having a hard time making that decision at a restaurant. Um, so I open with that just to bring that awareness. Um, and I want to also tag back to like God said in Genesis one, um, you know, he gave us all these choices. Like you can have anything you want on this planet. He's, he did say, you know, stay away from this one, <laughs> this one tree, which was interesting because the tree is in the middle of the garden. So you like have to go through a lot of choices <laughs> to get you got to pass all the good stuff to get to the one thing you're not allowed to have in the middle. And, and it's so funny how we're, as humans, we're just kind of attracted to that thing we can't have. So it's just kind of interesting how humans act um, when we have all the choices in the world. And, you know, and we end up, we, it's so easy to just get distracted <laughs> and focus on what we don't want. You know, what did Eve do? She focused on what she was not allowed to have. Um, and, but she had all these other choices and, you know, like the world at our fingertips. I mean, um, this is, you know, you, you guys are with me, right? I mean, this is in God's word. Um, and, and then, so then this story shows up in the Bible and I just love the simplicity and, 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 you know, just Jesus just plainly said, what do you want? You know, God said, you, you know, you have all these choices. Jesus said, what do you want? Or no, he said, what do you want to get well? Sorry. He said, do you want to get well? I say, <laughs> I say, what do you want? That's what I say. Um, let me go through that again. God gave us all these choices. Jesus said, do you want to get well in this case? And I like to say, what do you want? Just let's, let's just make a choice and move on with life. It's really all that simple. So that's how I wanted to open this up. And um, I am anxious to hear from each of you. Um, we'll start off with Sam. Go for it, Sam. Okay. Well, I love the restaurant uh, start there because when, uh, when, when I go with Debbie <clears throat> to a restaurant, uh, the, her question, you know, when they get the drink order is, is your tea really sweet? And the lady said, well, you know, yes, it's sweet or no, it's not sweet or, you know, here, let me bring you some. You can try it. And then Debbie says, I'll just take a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> so, so anyway, that's uh, that's that's the restaurant piece. But, you know, this is a, this chapter out of John. And of course, John. When I read through the Bible, John was the first book I started with, and it's, you know, to me, if you can, you know, prioritize a, an important book, uh, this to me was, you know, the most important ones. So much is revealed here, and in fact, in, you know, chapter five, that's really when Jesus sort of revealed himself to uh, to the world. Um, you know, he came into that pool area, uh, and he saw the 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 lame gentleman and you know he felt uh that he wanted to help him as he does want to help everyone and so 
he he went forth and even on the Sabbath, which is a day when work was not to occur, uh, he stepped right up and um, and helped him. Uh, you know, he did this in front of a lot of folks. There were many people observing. And so it was not as if Jesus was trying to hide anything. In fact, it was, a, I think, a purposeful act on his part to reveal himself. And so he, uh, of course, approached the gentleman. And how does what does he do when he walks up really to anyone that I've, I've read? He, he asks a question. Do you want to be healed? And, you know, I think when he awaits the response, that response is that initial connection of that person to Jesus and understanding the importance of Jesus, the fact that he is he is God. And, of course, the gentleman was unsure at, at first, but of course he wanted to be healed. And in fact, and in fact, he was. And at this point, this is also when uh, Jesus revealed himself as the son of God by saying, my father is always at work. And this work theme on the Sabbath was obviously against, I guess, their religious law. And so he was rubbing a few folks there in the crowd uh, the wrong way because of that. Uh, the next portion of the book uh, goes into where he even reveals himself even more. And he starts in ver verse uh, 31, actually in verse 19, uh, his words, uh, I will tell you the truth. And again, that uh, portion of the rest of the book goes into truth and who he is the son of God. And then in verse 44, um, he states that John, in fact, testified that Jesus is God. So to me, backing up and looking at an overall theme of the book, it's about Jesus revealing himself to the world. Love that. Thank you so much, Sam. That's wonderful. Amen. Yes. Yeah, that's a nice overview of the, of the book of John. I love that. Yeah, I don't need to talk now. <laughs> all right, Yolanda, you're up next. <laughs> well, he, he, he said it all. He said it all. <laughs> yeah, so um, I I, uh, I resonate with what uh, Sam said because um, I too, um, that's where I started, was reading the book of John when I had first accepted Jesus um, and learning more about who he is and what is expected of me as a believer in Christ. So um, this story is, is just, it's so powerful. It's so very powerful because, you know, like in the scene that you guys, that we showed, that you showed, um, he's like, I didn't ask you about other people. I didn't ask you about this, that, or the other thing. I asked about you. What is it that you want and that's what he asks of each of us what is it that we want do we want to glorify god through our lives or do we want to just live an ordinary life without him i choose to live 
my life with him <laughs> and not apart from him because apart from him, we can do nothing and we go to eternal hell without him. Um, so there's like many times when even today when God tells us to take up our bed and walk because we're like kicking our feet or something and not wanting to do something. Um, but we know that what is the best thing to do is to be obedient to him, follow him. I love this chapter. <laughs> There's a lot in it. Um, you know, like the Pharisees going, you know, being all high and mighty and telling him that, you know, how dare he put himself with, with God. It's like, well, he is God. Jesus is God. <laughs> we can't change that fact, no matter what. Um, and the father is the one that gave him authority. And so he does the work of his father who is in heaven. That's, that's, that's what we need to do. We need to follow him. And we need to honor the father by following him. Awesome. Awesome. Beautifully said, Yolanda. Thank you for sharing. Mr. Bill, are you? Yeah, I'm here. Mike, check. Can you hear me? Yes. Go for it. Yeah. Sorry, my mom called. I don't even know if you guys could hear me talking to my mom because I could hear you in the background. I, I, I muted you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Because I was like, mom was in the, uh, I had to talk to mom. <laughs> That's all I can say. So I, thanks for muting me, Ange. I appreciate that. No worries. All right. Anyway, um, welcome podcast. Welcome everybody. Welcome world. And, um, you know, I mean, that's a, a really powerful uh, scene. Uh, you know, it was, uh, to me, it's all about uh, belief. Jesus didn't even touch them in the, in the scene. Maybe he did back in the day and laid his hands on them and that's how the Pharisee uh, uh, said he committed a crime on the holy day. But, um, you know, it, it was about belief. And, uh, you know, did the man want to be healed? And obviously, he said yes. And um, through the power of the Holy Spirit and Jesus's will, uh, the man was healed, you know, and took up his uh, mat and went to go seek his brother. So, I mean, it's a, a pretty powerful scene. And uh, like uh, Mike had explained earlier about the people that were with him, uh, I think it was uh, Peter, Mark, and John. Or the, who was the tax collector? Yeah, it was Matthew, John, oh, Matthew. and yeah. Simon Peter. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I mean, uh, he had those uh, three witnesses that saw him, you know, commit the miracle. And uh, it was... Uh, probably had a profound impact on them and i mean uh i was really moved and um amazed at the cinematography of the chosen and uh i was like man i can't wait to watch that like i want to get some free time and <coughs> binge watch it excuse me and um you know but uh it's just a a, a powerful uh moving chapter um you know about Jesus's power to heal the sick and um, his uh, willingness to do it in public and uh, be sh be shamed basically by the uh, what are they the Pharisees I think 
Um, and uh, uh, he didn't care about their judgment. He just wanted to provide healing to a person that was definitely in need. What, 38 years he was laying on that mat by the pool? In 38 years, you never got to the water. And I'm giving you a choice. Don't worry about the water. Focus on me. So that's all I got to say. It was very moving and powerful. And um, once again, a, a, a miracle that was documented uh, uh, for us to read and believe in and um, share with others. Thank you, Bill. Amen. Awesome. Yeah, for our listeners out there, what we did as a group before we started recording this podcast today is we watched a small portion of The Chosen and um, just reach out to us anytime if you want to link to that. It's um, uh, what's our email? Uh, Godfocuspodcast at gmail.com. And um, yeah, you're um, welcome to email us and we can get you that link. Um, But The Chosen, um, I'll let Mike, uh, MJ can talk next um, and wrap us up here. Maybe you can, you know, speak a little bit to that piece of it. Go for it, MJ. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, also known as MJ. (laughs) I know it's confusing. Uh, I get confused. Which one am I? I'm both. Uh, I'm a trinity in and of myself. So anywho, yeah, uh, it's, this was a great chapter. It was chosen by Angela here. Uh, Awesome. Angie picked this particular chapter because of the story that you know here's a choice here 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 is a choice that was given to to somebody you know and jesus was very in his face he said listen you know because i do this all the time where somebody will ask me a question and i'll give them all the reasons of all the other stuff and it's just like no 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 you didn't answer the question do you want to be healed (laughs) it's just that simple it's a yes or no it, it, it's not don't give me all the excuses of why it hasn't happened you know and as an, an ex-soccer coach uh i <laughs> i came through this a lot too with uh asking players to do certain things and they would give me all the problems of why it wouldn't happen it's like no 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 you know, this is where we need to focus and just it's a simple thing so yeah it in once again, the Pharisees can't see the forest through the trees. You know, here they're yelling at this guy who, who's picking up his mat and walking, and he hasn't done it for over 37 years, you know, 38 years of not walking. And these guys are focusing on, oh, you're picking up your mat on Shabbat. It's like, oh, come on. You don't get it. You didn't see the miracle that just happened in front of you. So... Uh, and later in that chapter, you know, Jesus talks about, uh, you know, staying away from sin. You know, he finds, uh, eventually he finds, and we'll call him Jesse, because in the chosen, they call the guy who walked, uh, the lame man who walked, they call him Jesse. And uh, eventually Jesus sees him in the market again. Uh, after this all happens and says to him, says, you know, um, you know, just stay away from sin because, you know, that that's the evil that will come upon you if you let it back into your life. 
And so he's just trying to keep them level-headed and clean and looking forward and just work hard not to sin. I know it's not easy, but um, worse things will happen to you uh, as you let yourself be more, you know, kind of like I'm uh, I'm fighting myself on this selfish thing, you know, trying to be more selfless. I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm finding in myself too much selfishness. And so I'm knowing that one of the things Jesus is working on me is trying to get away from the selfish acts that I, uh, that I do. And so uh, this chapter sung to me it, it, in, in the little part that I played for everybody because um, the chosen does a great job of showing some of these types of scenes that are in the Bible and puts it in uh, a great cast of of actors that have really given their all to 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 basically bring this to life so you can see it one more time you know you've probably seen it in other movies i've seen this scene in two other movies and for for me the chosen just brings it home just so much more powerfully I, it just i don't know it just sings to me uh, i love the actors i love the uh, Dallas Jenkins, who wrote this and directed this, um, he he just has done a wonderful job, and that's why so many people are talking about it. Is that uh, they they really show this life of Christ and all the disciples. The really the show is all about the disciples, you know, and how they came about, and how you put twelve people in a room and try. <laughs> like Angie was saying, you know, let's say, let's take 12 people out to lunch. You know, it's going to be a crazy mess just trying to uh, get that order taken. But, you know, Yolanda said it best, you know, I'm just asking about you. What do you want? And that phrase that Yolanda just said just hit my heart so hard. And Sam capitalized it, uh, capsulized it beautifully in the beginning. And Billy always puts his great spin on everything and and Angela always brings this home. So I just thank you all for being here today. You've blessed my heart. And John is a great chapter five is a, is a great thing to read. And please email us or uh, go to our website and listen to all the other versions of uh, of episodes that we've done because um, some of them will really touch you. So have a great day. Thanks. Go get them, Angie. Hey, MJ. Thank you so much. Um, and everybody here, um, uh, Sam, Bill, Yolanda, MJ, myself, awesome Angie, honoring the awesomeness in all of you. That was a tongue twister today. Honoring the awesomeness in all of you. Um, I just challenge you to whatever you're Real, see, there was some realization you had during this moment that we were all together today. And, um, you know, just so many lessons in this story, you know, where do you, where do you put your focus? Um, and, you know, remember God is already, God is around you all the time when you, you know, when you call him and, and just accept Jesus as your savior, he's there. I mean, it's, and then, you know, he's at pretend you're in that story and Jesus is walking up to you. Like 
do you really want to get well? And if you've been doing something for a long time without action or success, um, call on Jesus, call on God, Holy Spirit within you. And that the next, uh, and look what Jesus did in that story. He just gave him the next step. Like who knows, it'd be interesting to, to really follow that guy. Like what happened after that day? Like, cause at that moment he was given one step, pick up your mat, well, two steps, pick up your mat and walk that he just needed the next thing to do. And that's all we are here to do. That's all God is here to reveal to us is the next obvious step. Our job is to step into it, take that step. And you, cause then the next step will become obvious. And that's like Yolanda was saying, that's how you glorify God day by day. Um, each, um, each action, each decision um, will open up a whole nother opportunity. And the opportunities are endless. They're everywhere because God is abundant. And um, I, I, there's so much more we could peel about, out about this story. I just love this story. So God said, you can have anything you want, just not this one tree, but anything you want. And uh, Jesus said, do you want, you know, you can fill in the blank. He said in that story, get, do you want to get well? I say, what do you want? What do you want? God focused podcast. We are here every week, picking apart different parts of the Bible and ministering to one another and all God's children say, amen, 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 blessings to all of you. So if something's being said during this podcast, it's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at Podcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation secondly if you have the financial means to help us we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing if there's any situations you can help with us we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership and then we'll have membership packages down the road please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ and God bless you. Have a great week.